The 50, price of commercials went up big time last 50 week. million average on the uh, Get on the Atlanta Eats to call today and see if we can get a 30 minute, 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, we'll just put a spot on there. <laughs> Speaking of what's spectacular, wow. uh, this guy came in here in studio with us. I didn't know what he had up his sleeve, but uh, I've been watching a lot of games at Georgia Tech where we couldn't beat Duke. Been watching a lot of games, couldn't beat Carolina. Well, last night we just completed the sweep. Duke and Carolina. Congratulations, Coach Damon Stoudemire. A huge win, the biggest win for Georgia Tech basketball in more than 20 years against a top-five opponent. Um, how did it happen, and congratulations, Coach. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got a weird team, but I love my team. I said that earlier in the week, and <laughs> I actually meant it because, you know, it's trying to get them prepared to play against everybody instead of getting them prepared against the top teams. And so you guys know, I heard you guys talk, you know, you talk about a lot of different topics on your shows. And, you know, the one thing, uh, you know, in, in professional sports that sometimes you take for granted in college sports is you got to win the games that you think you're supposed to win, you know, when you line those games up. And then you're playing against teams that might not have recognizable names. But when you play against, you know, last night, like North Carolina, they got recognizable names. They got guys that you see in print all the time. So I think our motivation sometimes is a bit different, but, with all that being said, it was a great team win, especially losing Bayern Dongo in the first five minutes of the game. I mean, you lose your best player, but then everybody else is able to step up. I mean, it's a testament, I think, to the fellas and, and the work that they put in when nobody's looking because it, it's not easy. You know, and I told them that after the game, it's not easy to to beat a team like Carolina, a really physical team where you know you're going to have to beat them. <laughs> you know what I mean? You you're not gonna get no calls. You're not gonna get none of that. You got to beat them. So, so, so I was just, I was, I was really impressed with, our, with, with, the, with the guys. So take us a guy in his car that maybe coaches twelve year olds mm. or ten year olds or you know right. or, or been coached. I, I thought right. maybe your worst day of the year was coming home from Blacksburg. You know, you've had a tough stretch. You get blown out in that game. You know, Carolina's coming in. What's the conversation to get your team right? How much do you have to put that loss and the recent losses away? Take us through the mindset of a coaching staff coming out of a really bad weekend into this game. Well, you know, being, being there before, the biggest thing about uh, by Tech and losing that game was I was disappointed and, and, and I didn't think we competed. I thought we played hard, but I think it's a difference between playing hard and competing. So when I came home, and when we came home as a staff, you know, the one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to, you know, it's an old saying, you know, kind of trim the fat. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to keep the main thing the main thing and not worry about stuff that didn't matter. And so with Carolina, we kept it to that. And we felt if we kept, if we kept them out of transition um, and, and we made Davis, you know, work for his points and we were able to, to, to limit Baycock we felt like we had a, a great opportunity to win. Now, with that being said, that's the game plan, but you still got to go execute it. And, you know, that was that was kind of what I wanted to do. Not, not worry about, you know, sometimes as coaches you start overreacting. Nah, I didn't want to overreact. You know, let's not overreact. It was one loss. Um, let's, let's, let's see what we actually didn't do in that game. And what I didn't think we did in that game was we didn't compete. We played hard, but we didn't compete. And I thought last night we played hard and we competed. You know, so – I thought that that was the difference, but that was the mindset going into last night's game. Coach, what's your phone look like after a game like that? You're on ESPN Sports Center. You dominate all the media and people 
What is it? What does your phone look like last night when you turned that thing on, or, or you got it out of your pocket? Uh, it looked crazy. You know, I mean? it was you know a bunch of text messages, a bunch of calls. Uh, but I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. It's better than the opposite, junction, huh? Yes. At this juncture of the game, all publicity is good publicity for for, for G Tech. Uh, men's basketball as we trying to trying to build this thing, but what <clears throat> what a great win and to do it at home, you know. And like I said, we we've been inconsistent, but we've been in most games. The only game, the, uh, aside from the Virginia Tech game and maybe the Florida State game, even though the score didn't show it, I felt like we were in every game to win. It could have went either way, and I've been telling our guys all season our margin of error, regardless of if we play UMass Lowell or if we play Duke or North Carolina, is is, is the same. So, you know, we, we've been in a lot of games and we've had some heartbreak and, and I think things uh, finally fell our way last night. Coach Damon Stoudemire with us. Georgia Tech beats North Carolina number three and undefeated in the ACC. Miles Kelly a few weeks ago, or like it was last week, put up a bagel. I think he's your best offensive player, maybe your best player, had zero points. Um, that's not going to cut it when you're in the heart of the ACC schedule. What'd you say to him? And he seemed like from minute one last night, he was looking for a shot. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really say too much to him. You know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm from the old school. I'm pretty sure he was getting it from his side, you know. And so the only thing I wanted to do was just come back out and just act like it didn't happen. You know, I, I've been in the game. I mean, that's, you know, you, I understand he's, he's a young man, you know, but, man, I've been in a playoff game, and it was game three. I went 0 for 8, and they rolled me. Look. The radio shows back in Portland rolled me for two straight days, so you know, until that next game. So I knew Miles would respond, you know. And uh, you know, Miles is a really good player. I think he just has to slow down. You know, he has to he has to do a do a little bit better job of of, of reading of reading what's there and what isn't. And I think he'll be fine. But we definitely need him to be successful. And he carried us his first half. Yeah, last night. and he's got to be. The guy, right? I think he had three shots that yeah. night, and last night he had three shots in the first two minutes. That's what jumped out at me. Let me ask you about the final possession that you had. Obviously, you got a special kid in Nate George. Was the plan to mm -hmm. run a screen and roll off uh, their big guy? And, I mean, running lefty off the glass, uh, but, but the point was he was going to the front of the rim with it. So is, is that what you guys were doing, is let, let your freshman take over there? You know, I, I want I did want the ball in Nate's hands. I think Nate is really good. Um, he, he he's a Canadian kid. You know, his his favorite player is Steve Nash. And if you kind of watch the things that Nate does, you know, I'm not saying he he's he, he's Steve Nash yet, but in college it's Steve Nash Santa Clara. He definitely Steve Nash, and I think that I don't. Let me say this: I don't think that people know how hard that shot was he made last That's night. Crazy. The only place they make. The only place they're making that shot, and I said this last night, the only place they're making that in, in Atlanta, Georgia, right now, is State Farm Arena. Right. And those are pros. <laughs> that was a that, that that's a running lefty off his left foot with big guys coming in with two seconds yeah. on the clock. But that's that's a difference maker for a program when a kid can make a shot like that. That's why you need kids. No question. I agree. I agree with you. And you know, Nate is Nate is a Nate has been heaven sent from the standpoint of. You know, he should be a senior in high school. And uh, he's really elevated his game. He really ele helps elevate, you know, the other guys, you know, uh, games on the team as well. as. I thought Kyle Sturdivant did a really good job last night of, you know, 
helping us stay in the game. You know, Kyle has done a good job with that a couple times this season, you know, but, uh, you know, we, we got we got contributions from everybody. And, again, like I said, losing Brian Donald in the first five minutes, but still be able to withstand, you know, North Carolina, you know, that's, that's a testament to that group of guys. Finishing up with Damon Stoudemire on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You sat here with us months ago, gave us an hour. You talked about leaving the Celtics because you had coached a few games when their coach Mazzola, uh, Joe Mazzula was out. You said, I, I got the juice back. I want to be a head coach. I don't want to be an assistant. Well, um, has it been everything you imagined, being back on the sideline, coaching in the ACC? What have you learned about your mindset, and what have you learned about coaching in this league every night? Um, Yeah, it's been everything I thought, you know, uh, with the exception of, you know, you got to, look, you got to, you got to, have classroom checks. You gotta you gotta look at the the, the academic report. <laughs> you know you got the different things and nuances. But the basketball is the basketball. You know I love that part. I love the teaching. Each and every day you get to teach, and it's always fun building from the ground up. It's like this is my startup company. You know what I mean? So you kind of invest your all in it. It's like when you start your company, you know you're there every day and you want to see it through. And being in the ACC, you know it's crazy because. You know, from being a West Coast guy, me growing up, man, everybody wanted to play in the ACC. I mean that, everybody. You yep. know, we was jealous of the ACC. The ACC got all the publicity and different things. And, you know, uh, you know, being in this league right now, man, it's just it's, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity. And, I, you know, I wear it with a badge of honor. You know, so many – it's a prestigious league, prestigious universities um, and institutions. And, uh, you know, there, there's – you know, although I didn't come into the same league as it was, you know, uh, just a couple of years ago with, with, with Kay retiring, you know, Coach Williams and, and uh, Jimmy Beheim, But, you know, there's a lot of good up-and-coming coaches, and I think that we can all in our own way put our stamp on this league. Well, I'll tell you, man, um, beating Duke and Carolina the same year, I know the, the wins and losses may not be perfect, but that was a signature night for Georgia Tech basketball. And for the sports fans, man, everybody paid attention last night, 7 o'clock primetime on ESPN. So um, I hope you gave yourself a night to uh, enjoy it, and I hope there's more of those moments coming down the line. No doubt. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right, now. Thank you, guys. There he is. Uh, Damon Stoudemire. It's fun, uh, Rusty, because we had him in here, and he had just left the NBA and was like, dude, I I can't be an assistant. Like. I got to be the head coach. So, so we're, we're the same age. We're both right. fifty, and, and like I yeah. watched him with Lute Olson and all those guys. Like I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, I used to watch.